Uh-huh. Do the dance. Do the dance. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? 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 Do the dance. We're back. Yeah. What? 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 We are back. Man, Woo! he hasn't even had a beer yet. I know. He I haven't even started. Coming. Oh, my God. Everybody, welcome to Let's Do a Podcast. I'm Ryan. And I'm Anthony. And this is our first time back in a month. Yeah. And uh, this is our first time recording indoors. I know. In, like, in a while. Over yeah. a year. It's like everybody's all vaccinated now, so we're all uh, we're all uh, approved, Fauci, Fauci approved for small indoor gatherings. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It feels, it feels so weird. So weird. <laughs> it's nice, but weird. Uh, so before we talk about, like, I kind of want to go over... What we've been doing this last month, but before we do that, of course, what do we always do? We talk about the beer. We always talk about the That's the one thing that we will never forget is the beer. Yes. So, Anthony, fill us in on what we are about to sip on. Uh, so, we are sipping on, so uh, in celebration uh, to those listeners out there in podcast land, this has already happened, but it's today for us. Uh, in celebration of Martin House's, I believe it's their eighth birthday. Uh, we're drinking one of their summer uh, one of their summer uh, sours here. Uh, they and they recently came out with this uh, Miss Marmalade or mm. uh, Miss Marmalade if you're uh, if you're wanting to say it. I that do way. declare. Uh, but it's a, a fruity sour ale with lactose and citrus. Uh, I always like the can art that they have in these things because yeah. uh, they did something similar last year. They had they really are good with their citrus uh, sours. I like their cans. I mean, yeah, the can art's always on point. How can you not like cans in general? Yeah, but uh, theirs are very snazzy. They're yeah. very snazzy. But uh, so in the description on Untapped, uh, it's a uh, they describe it as a fruited sour with lactose and a lot of oranges. Uh, and I can tell you, it looks like an orange soda oh, in my yeah. glass here. Which uh, uh, check out our Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, and you see that a will be on there. there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the uh, so a lot of oranges, uh, orange juice, orange zest, orange peel, and orange everything are included. Hashtag uh, orange me daddy. Hashtag orange <laughs> me daddy. Yes, okay, that's got to go on the hashtag list now. Yep. Uh, but uh, on the flavor profile, there it's described as having orange, uh, citrusy, sour, tropical, and full, which I'm guessing that's how I will feel after I drink this. I mean, just. I, now I want to look up the hashtag orange me daddy. Just, I'm very interested to see what pops up. I'm almost scared of what would pop up. Have you had a sip yet of this, Anthony? I'm about to do okay, it. Okay, let's, let's do it. Just kidding. Ooh. It is tart, but I like it. Wow. <clears throat> that does taste kind of like a really kind of tart orange soda. Yeah. Very tart. I think I got a new favorite summer uh, summer drink here. Ooh, it's too tart for me. <laughs> too tart for me. But uh, yeah, I'm not. Oh, I just spilled. Yeah, it's uh, sweating a lot. But uh, so uh, yeah, first first thoughts first thoughts of these sips. Um, very right off the bat, kind of a little punch. I yeah. would say it's a sour. <laughs> yeah, it, it's definitely a sour. Yeah. But it's not uh, it's not as astringent as a lot of other sours are. It's uh, it's so it's it's got that kind of pucker factor to it. Yeah, uh, it's not bad. It goes away pretty quick. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it hits you. It hits you. It kind of punches you on the tongue a little bit. Uh, but uh, then you get the then you get the like the citrusy flavors in there. It's basically like a t- it tastes like you took a bite of like a mandarin orange or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and then you just kind of get the. Uh, it's kind of it's very smooth going back. Mm-hmm. So. Mm. 
Not very fizzy though. No, no, I, it's it, I, I agree. It's very smooth. The punch factor is there right off the bat. Then it pretty settles away, and uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll we'll see as we go throughout the episode. And of course, like always, if we want to, we can stop and just start talking about maybe something that you taste now that it's warming up or whatever it is. Yeah. If if well, it, now that we're indoors, maybe it'll warm up a little less, a little less uh, a little more slowly. That's but true. then again, there's no air conditioning in the place we're at right now, so <laughs> yeah, it's still better than uh, yeah last year whenever we were sweating our balls off Hinders. in the garage. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, so, Anthony, what have you been up to this last month? Oh man, I moved. I moved from one place to another place. So I'm not in the other place. Mm. Lots of moving going on. Uh, I'm actually in the place I live now. Am able to do stuff to the place, uh, which is nice. Mm. Uh, so I've been doing a lot of those things: uh, painting, punching holes in the wall, <laughs> breaking the plumbing. Uh, that sort of thing. And I'm only, the only person I'm responsible to is myself. Right. Which sucks because now I have to pay for all the repairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something fucks up. You can't just call somebody. Yeah. It's like, uh, call the, uh, call the, uh, uh, call the leasing company. Oh, wait, that's me. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's what I've been up to this past month. Uh, that and that didn't work in my ass off because now I got to pay for this thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah, for me. Um, so as of right now. Uh, well, no, whenever this comes out, this is the week of actually my surgery. I'm having my gallbladder removed. Uh, I know that I think in a post I made, I don't think I mentioned it, uh, in our actual episode, but in a post, I was just like, I'm going through stuff. I even said, I think that Anthony was moving. So we're just really busy. And I was just mainly trying to figure out what was going on with me. I was always sick, blah, blah, blah. But, um, so yeah, once my doctor realized how uh, bad my gallbladder was, he was just like, well, let's get this out immediately. Yeah. So that's kind of what I've been up to, and um, yeah, that, and I'm I'm just I'm working a shit ton. So yeah, uh, you don't you don't need the go water anyways, right? Yeah, uh, who needs it? Think, yeah. yeah, it's done nothing good for me anyways. <laughs> um, uh, the gall, the gall of it. Oh jeez, yeah. I wish I had that sound effect, but I did not update my sound effect board, <laughs> which was one thing I was going to do this month. Uh, it's uh, lucky for me, there's no rim shot there. So that's right. Uh, other things I've been doing, really just taking off with um, my streaming stuff. Uh, so I do a st- streaming page uh, g- for gaming called iLogical Gaming. It's I hate the name, but, you know, it's catchy. Whatever. It's fine now. Uh, me and a bunch of my guys started uh, a group called Streamers Helping Streamers. That's really taken off, too. Uh, so, I mean, that, that right there is my life. Like, I, I'm working. Well, right now I've been working, like, about close to 50, maybe a little bit over 50 hours a week on top of doing the streamers, helping streamers a group, which is, I mean, constant work, but eh, yeah, I ain't got maybe. So dude, I, I was just like, I'm almost looking forward to the surgery in the sense of like, I'm forced to take a break, <laughs> but I'm working from home that week that yeah. I'm recovering. So <sighs> anyways, beer news. I mean, we already talked about Martin house. Uh, Big Texas Beer Fest. Yeah, they're still pushing that pretty hard. They're, uh, I, I, I saw on Facebook they're actually pushing ticket sales pretty mm-hmm. hard now. Uh, mm-hmm. ticket sale, tickets are between, like, uh, I've seen now between $35 and, like, 70-something. But I'm pretty sure they already sold out a while ago of all their premium uh, passes. Then again, mm-hmm. right now they're restricted to 50% uh, capacity. Right. If I had to put money on it, I'm willing to bet that they're going to open that up. Because uh, because Big Texas Beer Fest is not until November, 
I don't know what they pushed it to. It's uh, yeah, it's towards the end of the year, so it's uh, it's a good uh, eighteen months after it was originally scheduled. Yeah, uh, but uh, right now it's a, a, a label at half uh, listed at half capacity. I don't know how many people actually held on to their tickets from the twenty twenty. Not uh, me. I'm one of the maybe few. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's still sitting in my inbox. I marked it with a star so I don't lose my ticket. <laughs> um, so it's like one of the only things I haven't deleted. I've, I've cleaned out my inbox multiple times, and I always make sure, okay, i got to find that and keep it so I don't yeah. lose my ticket. That is like a $30 wasted. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. I mean, I know... Um, I feel like we should get like those those of us who held on to our tickets. We should get like special a special like extra something. token or something. Yeah, definitely something. I agree with that. It's like a 2020 alumni <laughs> shirt <laughs> or something own, like badge or whatever. Yeah. Um, what's it? Pegasus had their birthday last month. Yeah, a lot of birthdays going on. Yeah, lots of uh, brewery birthdays. I know. Um, what's it called? Brutal has theirs. I think next month. Um, like somebody recently celebrated their second birthday. I can't remember who it was though. Yeah, I can't remember either. Uh, I've also seen a lot of updates. Uh, uh, breweries moving. Uh, I've seen some oh, updates yeah. coming out on uh, Turning Point. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're uh, they're quickly updating their uh, their next. Their, so they're kind of spreading into their next door unit there. Right. And uh, I've seen some updates. If you go on their Facebook, oh, yeah, they posted some great. pictures of the the new bar that they've got uh, built up yeah. in there. It looks awesome. Uh, which I'm excited to go try that out. Uh, I may live a little further away, but I'm still going to go to that place. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I've uh, also seen a lot of updates coming out from Community as well. I'm that. excited. I'm really excited. I've, seen, I've, I've only seen uh, some external pictures because they've put some of the silos up outside the new building. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the indoor... Uh, uh, concept art is if it, it looks anywhere close to that it's gonna be amazing i'm just gonna hang out there all the time because it's it's yeah. like it's that's a place has got to smell like mahogany and like tobacco yeah it's gonna be <laughs> it so looks very cool. looks very nice and fancy yeah <laughs> um you know off the top of my head that's pretty much what i got yeah so uh poo- movie time is that right i yeah. feel like we're missing something else i'm so so like, we rusty. haven't even mentioned what movie we're watching oh my yeah we, God. Just, we skipped right over uh, that oh doing great we're doing great so uh so it's in the title too yeah. so yeah, that's true <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> blue thunder <laughs> this is where you put the lightning sound facts oh, <laughs> oh dude that's too much work too much work <laughs> i don't get paid for it i'm sorry boom boom flash flash <laughs> helicopter noise <laughs> You'd think I'd be be good at that. Yeah, not even close. No, that's that's rough. That's probably that's closer. closer. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good actually. <laughs> so, Blue Thunder. This is a uh, 1983 like uh, police action spy yeah, thriller it, movie. Classified. What did it say on IMDb? It said action uh, thriller. Yeah, I was like. Thriller? I don't get that part, but... Well, I mean, it's the 1980s, though. Thriller, uh, you, the, we didn't really get our high-octane oh, yeah, yeah. thrillers until like the, uh, to the, till the early to mid-90s. Action, crime, drama, thriller. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, I got the crime, uh, got the crime element there, too. There you go. Uh, but uh, Blue Thunder, it's uh, featuring uh, actors such as Roy Scheider of Jaws fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, if you're a fan like me of Sequest, he was also captain, uh, the captain on Sequest. Uh, if, uh, for those of my Sequest fans out there, uh, 
Daniel Stern in this as well. Mm-hmm. And if you remember Daniel Stern, probably the the role he's most famous for from our generation is uh, he was, uh, I believe it was Harry from Home Alone. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you remember the guy shrieking and getting like an uh, iron dropped in his face or something like that, mm-hmm. or getting a, uh, he's not the one that got his, uh, not, not Joe Pesci, but the other guy. Uh, and uh, this, that's when I didn't pick up on it because he looks so much younger in this movie. Yeah. You Malcolm wanna, McDowell. I mean, I didn't recognize anybody like immediately. Yeah, everybody looks so young in this movie. And then when I sense. pulled up the IMDb afterwards, it was like, I know a lot of these people. Yeah. This movie was almost, this movie is almost 40 years old. So it kind of yeah. makes sense. Yeah. They definitely don't look the which, same. Which makes me feel old because I was born in 83. So. Mm, yeah. You're old. I am old. Especially compared to me. Ha. Uh, but uh, let me crack into this. Uh, so uh, we're going to do things a little bit differently today. Uh, so we're going to, uh, see if we can't breeze through the, uh, breeze through quickly. I know we've tried this in the past, but we're yeah. going to, we're going to skip right to the, uh, cut right to the chase and go and start talking about what we would like, dislike and all this other stuff. Yeah. Uh, we're assuming much. that you've seen the movie. So. Exactly. Yeah. Cause I've had the feedback of like, oh, I can't wait. Like the whole, we need to post a week before so we can watch it. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know what? Let, let's try this. Let's just assume you watched it. If not, then maybe this will either entice you to or not to. Yeah. So leave it very open. Yeah. You don't need me to recount what happened. Uh, you don't need the <laughs> audiobook version of the movie. So, uh, I bet, particularly with my uh, poor retelling of what happens in these movies. Uh, but just uh, just from the description, uh, uh, and uh, I may supplement this because some of these descriptions are not entirely accurate here. <laughs> uh, but the description on. Uh, I think this was on Google, uh, stated uh, Frank Murphy, uh, who is played by Roy Scheider, uh, is a courageous and loyal LAPD officer. I think that's questionable. <laughs> who is uh, chosen to test run Blue Thunder, uh, a high-tech experimental attack helicopter. While flying, Murphy and his partner, uh, and that's uh, Daniel Stern, uh, playing Lyman Good, discover that the government intends to use the helicopter for corrupt crowd control and surveillance. Uh, so yeah, that was a, it was a really interesting plot. I didn't under, I didn't totally understand what the government plot was because they were, yeah, they were killing people, which we'll get into this, I guess uh, this touches on some of the stuff that we're going to go into, but they were killing people. And I like, it was to, to protect the, the Olympics because it was like before the LA Olympics were going to yeah, occur. Yeah. And I'm like, you had the argument there. You don't have to go kill people to make this happen, right? Yeah, it was so... They didn't let you know the main plot till pretty much the end of the movie. Because the whole time you're like, okay, like why, why am I watching this one person flying this helicopter yeah. and doing all this test like what it, i mean i don't need a reason for that well yeah i mean i knew as soon as this movie started i was like ah anthony's gonna like this yeah. movie you know why i picked this movie yeah. so immediately it's like number one roy scheider number two helicopters mm-hmm. so uh but uh let's cut to the chase here uh so do you have any overall comments on the movie before we start getting in what we like what we dislike and all this other stuff i mean kind of going back to what I was kind of saying of it felt very confusing so almost like too scattered because like 
things would happen and you're like well, why is this happening but then they never touch on it like the the girlfriend or wife or whoever she was that whole thing was so confusing i'm going to touch on it a little bit but yeah. i didn't understand the relationship no. and nothing's explained and you're like at, at first you're thinking is this like a sister or is this like a <laughs> my uh, thought exactly or like an ex-wife yeah ex-wife or something like that but then it just it's so fucking weird. She finds this gift for her. She throws it over their faces and like they start making out. And you're like, wait, wait, wait. Well, it's like, and he like, she just like gave him back his key. Like she, he was like kicking her out or something. It, yeah. It, okay. And then just throughout the whole movie, the random moments that they talk or something, you're just like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> She's just there. Yeah. No explanation. Even at the very end of the movie, like the whole movie's gone, done, credits rolling. You're like, I still don't know understand who the fuck she is which is interesting because she plays a crucial role in the yes, movie yes. <laughs> you want to you want to root for her but you don't know who she is I, so you're like, like i don't I think don't i even remember her name no the only reason i know her name is because i looked it up on imdb but Ugh. i don't think even remember them saying her name no it's so frustrating that is so fresh and but there's also just people like that throughout this movie where you meet them for well that play a less crucial role, but you meet them for a split second and you're supposed to pretend that you know them. Yeah. It's like a, it's, it's, it's that, uh, it's that, uh, effect that you and I've talked about where it's like, it's almost like it's, it's supposed to be part of this bigger, uh, bigger overarching, uh, story that maybe we should have seen other movies. Yeah. Yeah. And so we should know these background characters. Was there a purple thunder that we forgot to watch beforehand? Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, so it's like, a, yeah, because I think there was at one point there was like a, not I thought it was the commissioner at one point of the of the police uh, mm-hmm. towards the end there when they were calling in the airstrikes on the helicopter, and uh, but uh, it, it wasn't because the the commissioner was in a uh, he was in a interview at the beginning of the movie yeah and it was uh, definitely not a uh, tall African American gentleman it was a short Italian dude so, so many <laughs> weird characters just thrown around with no explanation. It very, it just felt very scattered. Yeah, so that, that's my big takeaway is just like how yeah. all over the place it was. It's like it's a it, basically the this the, the the those characters in the immediate orbit of uh, of uh, Officer Murphy, uh, those are pretty well defined. But anywhere anywhere outside of that, anybody that's kind of kind of tangentially related, it's just like um, they're there and they kind of serve their plot purpose and then. They either leave or they just kind of hang around in the background. And then the stupid scene with the the girl doing yoga, uh, <laughs> yeah, naked oh. yoga. Oh my god, that I I got comments on that. I, I'll bet you do. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so just kind of uh, oh, so overall uh, overall comments on the movie though. Uh, as far as plot goes, the plot makes sense. Uh, the uh, so uh, st- story wise, story story is uh, somewhat linear. Uh, it makes sense. Uh, you can kind of put it together just right. from casually watching the movie. You don't need to pay particular attention to it. It's your standard popcorn. It's like it's a 1980s popcorn flick, definitely. And so uh, if, if it's a relaxing watch. Uh, but Ryan, what did you like about it? It's like, what did you like? I really liked the um, the stunts, uh, like. I feel like now, these days, most stunts are, like, uh, computer-generated. Like, very... Just different. Uh-huh. Like, I, I don't know... Whenever a plane was crashing, and they actually, like, crash-crashed, you're like, okay, there's actually people in that crash. Right. 
uh, I kind of, so it kind of just felt real. Um, I kind of like the banter between the two main characters, the, the two oh, between pilots. Uh, Murphy and the Jaffo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like them together. Yeah. Separately. I was like, eh, I could pass. Yeah. Um, of course, I mean, the helicopter, the blue thunder was pretty fucking cool. It was a cool helicopter. So, yeah, I, uh, I actually had to go look up. It was like, that was an actual flying helicopter in the movie. I was like, but there's no such thing as Blue Thunder. That's not a real helicopter. Right. So I had to go look at it. It's like, okay, what actual helicopter is this? And what did they do to make it look like that? Because mm-hmm. there's no there's no helicopter that looks like that. Yeah. And uh, I was like, they didn't build one from the ground up because that would have taken several years and probably <laughs> all the budget. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they would have gotten severely over budget and they still wouldn't have a movie. They just have a helicopter. I so. mean, they spent most of their budget on the last scene with the helicopter blowing up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> They really liked that scene. They played it on repeat for a while. Yeah, they, uh, I did see. Uh, I did see a stat. I think they ended up spending like uh, something like one hundred ninety thousand uh, dollars per helicopter that because uh, they purchased them, mm-hmm. uh, I believe, uh, from some other supplier. And so they, which in even in nineteen eighties dollars, I mean that's it. Sounds like a really kind of good deal today because those things are uh, helicopters now go for in the millions. Right. Uh, but uh, one hundred ninety thousand dollars for a helicopter, even in nineteen eighties dollars, I feel like is a steal. Uh, probably a bulk deal or something. Yeah, you know. So uh, that that's kind of my uh, I I liked list for you. What what about you, Anthony? Uh, so what I liked, uh, I really really actually enjoyed that whole dogfight uh scene at the end there. So it's kind of on that stunts thing there, but you don't see a lot of uh, you don't see a lot of dogfight stuff uh, nowadays. At least yeah. uh, kind of like in the wide shot sense. Because uh, it's uh, very much in the action uh, in action scenes, it's always quick cuts, uh, very close up stuff. Because the the closer the shot is in on the actor, and number one, the, number one, the, the where you're spending most of your money in these movies is the actor, mm-hmm. and so you're going to get all your money, uh, get as much money as you can. And also, right. the more you're looking at the actor, the less you have to animate on the green screen behind them, mm-hmm. and so you don't have to worry about animating all this other stuff going on behind them, so it looks less fakey. Uh, but in this, they were actually it was a lot of practical effects you could tell. Uh, they were uh, they were doing the uh, the dogfight between uh, the Blue Thunder and the F-16s. Right. Uh, they uh, had the dogfight between the uh, the Blue Thunder and the uh, I believe it was a McDonnell Douglas 500. Mm. Uh, uh, it was a uh, it's a it's like a special operations helicopter with a 50 cal machine guns mounted on there. Uh, and the the helicopter that they used for this was actually a uh, aerospatial uh, gazelle, I believe. Uh, and they just tacked on a bunch of random junk onto it. Hmm. Uh, when I read about it, though, this thing was so nose heavy. Uh, mm. he, he, he actually discussed, he actually mentions that the uh, helicopter is nose heavy when he's flying it. Yeah. But the, uh, the, all this junk that they tacked on it to make it look like it not the actual helicopter was, because they added this whole canopy thing to make it look more like the Apache hel- right. helicopter. Which was a rather new helicopter uh, at the at the at the point where this movie came out. Uh, they mm. added that canopy there. They added all these little kind of ties onto the uh, outside outside of the engines, all these little cells and everything. Uh, so all this other extra stuff. The, the weight limits on these things are usually pretty tight. You have enough. Uh, you have enough weight. Uh, you have enough extra weight carrying in helicopters mm-hmm. for like so you can carry fuel, and you can carry a few people, and maybe a little bit of uh, cargo. Right. Uh, and what they did was they put the fuel in there, 
and then they put the people in there and then they put a bunch of quote unquote cargo on the outside of it with all this extra like structure on it. Mm. And so it was overweight basically through the entire production. It was like a big sluggish helicopter. And so they had to use camera tricks to make it look like it was like zooming around turbo, turbo boosting and all this other crazy stuff. Uh, but like the flip, Ugh, that they showed so stupid the the, the flip they the, the flip they did which they, they say in the movie that that is like uh aer, uh aerodynamically impossible that is not the case <laughs> uh you, you could definitely make that happen uh the uh the, i think i believe that's been done in the apache uh but the uh the, that so back, was back then though was it possible uh yeah 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 it definitely was you just okay. got it's just a matter of getting enough speed because it's basically uh with the helicopters uh, you, i mean you can do it in a regular airplane you just got enough speed and uh, right. enough altitude uh basically a helicopter uh, the blades are just a spinning wing so you said get just got to be fast enough and uh get enough altitude so because you're gonna you're, you're gonna you're not gonna go up as much as you're gonna go down so you need, right. you need to you're gonna come out lower out of that loop than you uh than you started uh, so, so if you start out pretty low, you're just going to bring it into the ground on the backside of that loop. But because this, because this helicopter was so overweight, they couldn't do it in the actual helicopter. So they had to use a radio controlled helicopter to, to pull it off. So they had a couple mm. RC blue thunders to kind of pull off some of these, uh, some of these, uh, practical, uh, effect tricks, uh, that they couldn't have done otherwise. So, hmm. uh, but I really liked how they, they, they I like how they pulled it off. Uh, you kind of get the, uh. When they're when they're firing the missiles, uh, they they kind of they kind of say that they can't use rockets because rockets when they fire those they're kind of indiscriminate. They just kind of go in a straight line. Right. So they're like, we'll use heat-seeking missiles, and they're firing them off in the middle of downtown Los Angeles. Yeah. Okay, but you kind of feel the weight of what they did. The, the pilots are like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> Every time they miss, they hit something else, and yeah. But you, and you see the effects of it, like uh, when they accidentally hit that barbecue place, and you see it raining chicken <laughs> for like a good minute. That was ridiculous. Uh, but I really, uh, I really enjoyed that part of that part of the movie there, that whole section of the movie when, uh, when he was the crazy sniper helicopter man, mm-hmm. uh, when they were trying to, uh, when he was escorting the, uh, the girlfriend, daughter, sister person, person, yeah. <laughs> whoever the hell she is. Her name is Kate, but, uh, 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 the, uh, when he was escorting her, uh, that whole, that whole sequence, I found it really interesting because it was very, it was produced very well in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you not like about this? Well, I mean, I feel like I touched on the main part of just how scattered the people were. Uh-huh. I mean, they just you would be shown a room full of people, and I felt like, are we supposed to know who these people are? I don't know. Like, it, it just felt like we were missing something from the main story. Even once we figured out the the overall purpose of this movie, mm-hmm. like I still was just like I just feel like there was something else missing. Like I, I just feel like this it just wasn't a good enough plot to create everything that happened. Yeah, I feel like we were missing uh, like what they could have used is like some kind of prologue to show uh, because we we through through the uh through the uh flashbacks that uh that Murphy has mm-hmm. we kind of we we eventually finally get his re- understand his relationship with, between him and uh Colonel Cochran uh and why they are so contentious with each other right uh but we don't get that until the end of the movie so we don't really understand that until like it's basically done yeah uh 
but uh, I, what there should have been is some form of uh, some form of prologue to explain why they're doing what they're doing, why they're uh, taking out like uh, city council members from Los Angeles, uh, why they're against this like uh, anti-crime measure, uh, why they're trying to rile everybody up to get uh, to get this helicopter contract mm -hmm. uh, to get a better idea of what their ultimate game plan is. What's the end game? Uh, it's, uh, is it like, uh, cause like we, it's, it's, it's almost to me, uh, if you think of like 1980s cop, uh, cop movies, uh, think of like uh, Robocop in, in the Robocop movies, you get into, you get an idea of what the, uh, I want to say Cyberdyne, but I, I forget what the evil company is in, yeah, in, in Robocop. Either. Uh, but the uh, you get an idea of what their motivations are, why they made him into RoboCop, what their ultimate plans were. Yeah. Uh, with the uh, creation of him and the uh, the other uh, bigger uh, robot, I forget what the, the bigger robot was. Uh, mm -hmm. Ultimately, the ultimate plan was to kind of like take over policing and do the stuff they want to do. Right. But this, it's like they're just some nebulous government organization, and they are wanting to sell helicopters and just kind of drive uh drive need yeah but that's usually the job of the company selling it and not the government so yeah. the government's already bought it they can just say we are buying this and that's it, done deal so yeah uh, it just i don't know the main plot just it just didn't grab yeah. me enough maybe we needed like a senator or something who was like uh making the big decision on whether to fund the program or not i don't or know something some other way honestly just even let us know like pretty quick into this movie yeah maybe some sort of ticking clock or something something for the love of god make it just feel more interesting but uh hey, what about you anthony what, what did you not like so i got a few things <laughs> what a, a few shot things on my list uh so one of the things i didn't like about this movie our two main uh i, I don't know if we call a main character our main character and his uh co his co-pilot mm -hmm. is uh his observer i feel like they were like if you gave this job to a couple 10 year olds this is how they die. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, especially from the first scene out there together. Yeah, uh, it's the whole Encino at ten thirty thing. Uh, you you touched on it a little bit, uh, but they are they are in a uh, they're in a jet ranger uh, hovering outside of somebody's home in Los Angeles. Yes, Los Angeles. I've heard is a is a noisy city. But it's not that noisy, so noisy mm -hmm. that you can't hear a helicopter outside your window. And when you see, so I was like, I was thinking to myself uh, when they were showing them peeping in on this woman as she's doing naked yoga in her house, uh, which we see that in full detail. Uh, he, uh, they're, they're hovering. Uh, I was thinking to myself, okay, maybe they're hovering and they're way off, and he's just got the binoculars, and we're just we're just seeing what he sees in the binoculars. Yeah. Uh, but when we see them, when they have to go back to the other scene where they uh, where they missed the crime that they were just at before they went and peeped on this woman, uh, they were literally, literally maybe like twenty, thirty feet outside this woman's window. Yeah, uh, they were right there. Yeah. Right there. So either either A, that was just performance art on that lady's part, <laughs> or B, like, th they broke physics in the in their own movie uh, by making their helicopter quiet. There's all the whole other thing where they talk about using whisper mode for the, uh, blue, on the Blue Thunder. Yes, th that's the kind of thing that they, like, try to do on helicopters. But it's like it's like putting a silencer on a gun. Even in movies, like the silencers, silence, silencer uh, logic in like a movie, 
It's like is what a gun right. sounds like, but it actually it doesn't work like that in real life. You put nope. a silencer on a gun, it just kind of muffles it a little bit, but it's still loud as hell. Yeah, it silencer doesn't actually make it silent. Right. Yeah. Uh, the uh, same thing with the helicopters. You put it on whisper mode, you can still hear the helicopter. You just can't hear it coming at you from like twenty miles away. Yeah. Uh, it, it's more like within like three miles, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's still loud as hell. Uh, and even and, and even then, they were when they were hanging outside that woman's house. There's no whisper mode on that thing. So Yeah. And they were hovering. They're, the helicopters are the loudest when they're hovering because they have to like work harder to stay in one place. So that's my complaint number one. That was two of my complaints rolled up in one. The whisper mode thing and the uh, and the peeping tom act that they were doing. Uh now the way that the, the way that uh, Lyman Good acted in that part though, I've known a lot of guys when I was in the military. I did surveillance when I was in the military. Uh, I've known guys who acted like that, so that was realistic. <laughs> that was totally legit. So dumb. Yeah. Uh, the uh, la- the third thing that I had, though, is... Uh, so the whole plot ro- rotates uh, or kind of circles around Murphy uh, getting framed for Lemon Good's murder. That's where things kind of start getting going. Uh, when once the, uh, once the government guys figure out that Murphy knows what they're trying to do, uh, so they go and kill Lyman Good, his Jaffo, and uh, and then basically set him up to make it look like he did it. Uh, and so he goes and steals the helicopter. And uh, as soon as he steals the helicopter, I'm thinking to myself, okay, cool. He, uh, yeah, he uh, he's trying to prove himself innocent, but he's definitely a criminal now. And he's, yeah, he's doing it the wrong way. Yeah, it's like... Okay, so he's criminal. He's criminal now because a stole a helicopter. That's defensible. Okay, fine. You bring it back in good condition. Cool. All, all is forgiven, right? But then now he shoots down <laughs> two helicopters. Uh, one one with a cannon, the other one by making it crash. Yeah. He he destroys a police car. Uh, with with the gun. He, so he's he number one. He's firing on police officers. And he's destroying police property, government property. Uh, he uh, he has F-16s engage him in the middle of downtown Los Angeles. And uh, through their engagement, the, the, the F-16 pilots, they're not going to face the liability for, the, for those, that stuff. It's going to be uh, Murphy. Yeah. Because they're the reason he's there. Or he's the reason that they are there. Right. Uh, so, so anybody who died in those accidents, it's going to be on him. And then you have that he shot down an F-16. That, that, he's, regardless of him being found innocent or not, he's definitely going to jail for a freaking long time for that. Should be. Yeah, so, so cool, Murphy. You proved yourself innocent, but you got a lot of other criminal charges that you were definitely yeah. guilty of now, so. Yeah. You just made a bad situation even worse, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and then, oh yeah, and, dest- and further destruction of uh, private property when he uh, w- when he puts the uh, blue thunder in front of the train and the train runs it over. Which I thought I totally thought he was. I thought I totally thought until we see him walking away. I totally thought he died. So yeah, Spoiler which, I mean they they did that on purpose. But um, he was moving slow. Oh, so slow, so slow. Who who's your MVP for us? So surprisingly. My MVP for this movie is Kate. And my reason for that is that we get no details about this woman. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we don't know her relationship to, uh, to Murphy. 
Right. She's just kind of in the periphery of the story, but she serves such a key part of this. She serves like a, such a key portion of the plot. She uh, goes and uh, w- one of the things that happens is uh, Lyman Good takes one of the recording things when they record the uh, conversation in the federal building. Mm-hmm. He takes it and hides it at a dumpster at a drive-in. I don't know why he thought about that. Uh, and it's like if you've seen any mo- if you've seen any show where they hide a thing in a dumpster, it always gets dumped in the Thrown trash, away. and yeah. then it goes to the dump, and then you have to go find it there. Yeah. Uh, but fortunately, uh, she, he he calls her. He has her go out and find this to find this thing. Uh, and so she's she's digging. She's dumpster diving while he's like hovering overhead, blowing garbage all over the freaking making place. things worse. Yeah. Uh, it's like. It's like maybe maybe he's like using the fan like using the he's wind to blow laughing. the garbage out. He's laughing too. Yeah, it's like what an asshole. You, you, you fucking ass. Like yeah, she's doing you a favor. She's dude. trying to make sure you don't fucking die, and you're yeah. doing this. Uh, and then so she hops in the car, and uh, true to true uh, true to what her character, the little we know of her character, she she like sprints away from the cops. I have a feeling she's done this before though. Yeah, she didn't seem phased. <laughs> she's she so she's been I feel like she's been in a cop chat cop chase in the past. Uh but so she's uh she's running from the cops and but she's like putting it all on the line just because uh this person who is nebulously associated with her uh asked her to and yeah. so she's like done this whole thing. She she engaged in this very long car chase and uh, got to the uh, got to the news station to drop off the cassette. But if she if she wasn't there, if she didn't do that, if she said, "Hell no, I'm not doing that shit." Guess what? That tape gets erased, and uh, he goes to jail with the additional charge of not just all the stuff he did, definitely, but also the charge of uh, killing Lyman Good. So uh, he instead of getting like instead of just uh, getting like the ten lifetime sentences that he should have gotten. He gets eleven lifetime sentences. Mm-hmm. So, not a functional difference <sighs> in no, what happens to him. But, yeah, but that's my that's my rationale on why Kate, uh, the uh, the nebulously related person who lives with him, maybe I'm not sure, uh, is the uh, she's the uh, MVP. Yeah. She also has a kid. She did all that shit, and she has a kid. Yeah, so. yeah. Which he randomly shows up and then disappears too. So you're like, okay. <laughs> Does the kid actually live with you? What's going on? Uh, honestly, mine was going to be the same person, uh, just because great minds think alike. Yeah, man. I mean the the same exact reasons. Like we don't know who the fuck this girl is. It it seems like she doesn't necessarily like him, but then yet she does this for, for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I, there's nobody else that I could think of. I was even trying to think of maybe a funny thing, but I was just like. Ah, she deserves it the most. Well, I was gonna say Lyman Good. The only thing, the only reason I don't say Lyman Good, because the the, the redeeming qualities about Lyman Good is that he puts all his time. He he's he actually learns. Uh, he actually does the quote unquote night school with the right, guy with yeah. the engineer of the helicopter. So he learns everything about this aircraft, and so his knowledge kind of saves Murphy's butt. He's right. he's able to pull the tapes, get the key cards, and all this other stuff. He's able to do all the turn off like the the voice recording software and all this other stuff. Uh, but he also is a peeping Tom, so that takes him off my list. And then hide stuff in the weirdest fucking place. Yeah. So, uh, so that's the only reason that he, uh, he didn't end up being my, uh, being my MVP. Uh, and that's why Kate got the, got the nom, uh, the nomination from me. Uh, so is this, is this movie a cheers or party fell for you? 
Uh, this movie kind of toes that line. I typically, yeah. with these 1980s uh, action movies, even though they're action movies, they are more slowly paced than the action movies that we're, uh, we're used to if, for starting in the mid-90s and on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they got to be, they got to like, a, they got to hold your attention. And so this movie does have some slow parts in there and it's kind of uh, nebulous in some part as, as parts as to why certain things are happening. It's not super well explained, but hey, you watch Fast and Furious, Furious <laughs> that it has the same problems. Mm-hmm. It's just that there's so much shit going on. You don't care. Yeah. And that's, uh, if I, I swear, I, I swear if this movie, they just had like a ton of stuff going on the entire time. You wouldn't care that I don't know who any of these people are. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, it's right barely over the edge of Cheers for me uh, in that I really like airplanes. I really like helicopters. Uh, had some really good helicopter action there. Uh, if anything, you don't get a lot of helicopter action scenes where it's like a full-on dogfight. Yeah. Uh, particularly with like attack helicopters. So that plus, uh, plus some of the plot points uh, that were uh, interesting enough for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that puts me puts it in the cheers territory for me. I actually I, I I agree I agree. Um, it's it's so close. I mean, I want to give it a foul, and I also want to give it a cheers. But I, I think there is enough interesting things that I enjoyed, like a lot of the action scenes. I, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, there the the weird things that kind of made you laugh a little bit like the yeah. goofy stuff i was like you know it was enough to actually keep me entertained so if you keep me entertained more than likely i'll give you a cheers yeah um because i just lose interest pretty quickly if, if you're not entertaining enough especially for i mean i've seen so many movies made around in the 80s that are fantastic and terrible yeah. So it's just like, I, I, I don't think just like of current days, I also think about movies made at that time. Right. Compared to the rest. And it's not a home run. It's not a foul ball. It, it, it's right in the middle. Yeah. It's, uh, it's kind of got the, it's got the, uh, it's got the, it's got some of the qualities of like a 1970s action movie. Yeah. Uh, but like also some of the qualities of like a 90s action movie. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that bridge movie there uh, where, because like you go to watch a 70s action movie, it's like really slow. Yeah. Uh, because they had to, they didn't have all the money for all those action sequences. So, yeah. so uh, they had to space them out. So, so, I mean, so cheers from both of us. Yeah. And I'm really, I'm interested, to, interested to know what some of you think about this movie, just because it was so close for both of us on giving it a cheers. Uh, is there anything else you want to mention before we move on? So, uh, yeah, it, uh, reaching out to everybody out there. Yeah, uh, if you gave it a watch, let us know what you thought. Let us know if there's anything interesting about this that we missed. Uh, and uh, maybe we can bring it up next time and uh, mm-hmm. see if there's anything we uh, that we forgot to mention. And we can kind of circle back on it and uh, kind of uh, correct ourselves. 100%. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but with, uh, with, uh, with the two uh, cheers on that, it's definitely got a recommendation from uh, from us. From uh, it's got the let's do a podcast seal of approval. Mm-hmm. Bear if barely stamp it, <laughs> mail it. Yeah, uh, it's uh, maybe slow pace, but it's uh, it holds your in- it'll hold your interest. Got some good action mm-hmm. sequences and some uh, good funny bits there too. So yep. definitely recommend it. There you go. Yep. So uh, let's move on to our last segment, which is. What do you recommend? What are you recommending right now? 
and this is like, what do you recommend from the last month? Because right. it's been a while. So. so typically when you recommend something, you recommend doing something or checking something out or uh, reading something or listening to something. My recommendation is to not do something. My recommendation, this is a simple one. I'm just going to keep it simple and leave it at that. Don't do your own plumbing. <laughs> just don't. <laughs> yeah. Unless you really, 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 really know what you're doing. Just don't do your own plumbing. Yeah. We, we both have had that struggle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, it's so hard for me because I've really been thinking this last month. I've done a lot of things that just I think is great that I would recommend. Um, so I, I guess for this episode, I'll recommend finding uh, a group of friends. Mm-hmm. Um, for most of my life. Yeah, you know, I mean, high school and stuff, I had friends, but nobody, no, nobody I would actually consider an actual friend now. Um, but through, I mean, obviously me and Anthony, through a group that we hang out and we became great friends. I mean, he's, he's my best, like, we're best friends. We've been hanging mm-hmm. out. We, before COVID, we were yeah. hanging out every freaking weekend. Um, yeah, we're back up to that pace there, man. I know. We, we get to finally hang out in person. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, and then I just, I met some cool guys from playing video games that, uh, I, I met some cool people that do podcasts. We hang out with all of them. We're, we're, we had them on our last, uh, cage fest, which was right, yeah. absolute shit show, but it was fun. Oh yeah. It was chaos. <laughs> oh, it was, it was just, it was terrible and fantastic at the same time. It was so funny. And, uh, uh, obviously there's a few people very into it and a few people not and just making just there to cause chaos but um, it's finding friends and things that you do do you play video games find other people that play video games hang out with them get to know them I mean I, I'm in a lot of different kind of groups and it really helps in my mental state especially this last month of just like trying to figure out what's been going on with me like mm-hmm. i've been mentally just down and just struggling and just ugh. but having like i know that you guys are here for me and yeah, my, all my friends man. are it's like it's so nice to be able to like not think about it just just to go do something have fun and chat with somebody and yeah, so just i recommend finding people to hang out with just to talk to whatever it takes find some friends yeah because it is important all right, so that's our episode. I'm gonna go ahead and start this one. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> all right, so that's uh, I so that's that's everything, right? We think that's, that's everything. That's all the things. Yeah, that's everything. Okay, so where, if where you, can they find us? Yeah, so if you want to find us not on this podcast, you can hit us up on Facebook at Let's Do a Podcast, on Twitter at Let's Tweet a Pod, tweet, tweet. maybe sometimes I don't know, yeah. uh, on Instagram <laughs> at Let's Instapod. Uh, where else are we? That's pretty much it. Uh, I, not Snapchat, not TikTok. No, no. <laughs> I am working on... We will eventually start recording video. We'll get back on the yeah. YouTubes. Yeah. Uh, I figured let's, once... let's do a podcast 22 when we eventually get around to it. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah. That, that, the 2020, uh, 22 is for 2022. So That's right. <laughs> that's when it'll happen. That, that's when we'll get video up. So, But make sure you definitely, definitely... Follow our Facebook. Follow our Instagram. That's where we're, we are the most yeah, active. Yeah, we're most active there, yeah. Because um, the week before, we announced what we're watching. Um, encourage you guys to watch it so we don't have to break. Yeah. So Break down. As usual, oh, guys. Oh, oh, oh. I'm Ryan. 
I'm Anthony. And let's end a podcast. The end. Another one in the can.